now, time for Seafood News. You are listening to the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Ernaberry Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. This episode is brought to you by Ernaberry Consulting. Ernaberry Consulting provides tailored solutions to identify growth opportunities within the fast-paced protein commodity sectors. Combining the expertise of our analytical team, our warehouse of proprietary and trusted data, and our unparalleled insight into market forecasting, Ernaberry Consulting will not only pinpoint developing global trends, but assist you in knowing exactly when and how to adopt them to maximize your return. Call 732-240-5330 for more information. Thanks, Lauren. During last week's podcast, we broke down some of the highlights from the 2019 Fisheries of the United States report, and today we'll be breaking down some more consumption data from that report. That is right. So the figures are in, and in 2019, Americans consumed a total of 6.3 billion pounds of seafood. That means the average American ate 19.2 pounds of fish and shellfish in 2019. Seafood for the win, or rather shrimp for the win. Shrimp is the species that cannot be beat when it comes to consumption. The National Fisheries Institute released the top 10 seafood items consumed in the U.S. for 2019, and shrimp once again holds that top spot with 4.7 pounds consumed. Second on that list is salmon at 3.1 pounds eaten per capita, which is an uptick from 2018 when 2.55 pounds per capita was consumed. Third on the list is canned tuna with 2.2 pounds, followed by Alaska pollock with 0.996 pounds, tilapia with 0.98 pounds, cod with 0.59 pounds, catfish with 0.55 pounds, crab with 0.52 pounds, pangasius with 0.36 pounds, and clams with 0.3 pounds. The top 10 consumed seafood items account for 14.28 pounds of the 19.2 pounds of seafood per capita consumed by Americans. NFI noted that in a previous years, the top 10 list made an outsized portion of U.S. seafood consumption nearly 90%. However, this year, the top 10 only make up 74%, which suggests that consumers are diversifying their seafood consumption. I'm one of those diverse people. Um, I was, I was trying, <laughs> tell, <laughs> me, tell me about it. I was trying to think about my top 10 because I'm looking at the list and there's a, there's a couple of things on there that I, that I don't you know eat um, normally. Mm. So uh, my top 10 would be uh, cod. I eat a lot of, of uh, cod. Um, scallops, clams, crab, Pollock, mahi, lobster, oysters, shrimp, and squid. I like my calamari. Lauren, what's your top ten? Yes, me too. Um, So I'm. I feel like I'm not really one of those diverse people, but people automatically assume you are because you're a seafood market reporter. So I always feel like, like I'm, I'm like putting on a front, (laughs) but I'm. I feel like I'm kind of boring. I mean, I eat salmon a lot. I eat tuna a lot. um, Definitely crab in the summer. Um, obviously shrimp. Um, I'm not really big into lobster scallops. I love oysters, obviously squid, um, pollock, octopus. But I think if you throw anything in sushi for me, I'll, I'll eat it. <laughs> that's, that's the, yeah, that's the trick right there. <laughs> so I don't know if that's 10, but, but that's mine. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, in other news, less than a month after being recognized by Fast Company Magazine's World Changing Ideas Awards, Kuroi Arctic has now been named Whole Foods as Perishable Supplier of the Year. For the past nine years, Whole Foods Market has been highlighting local, regional, and national suppliers as part of their supplier awards. This year, the company recognized 42 suppliers across a number of different categories, 
and Kauai Arctic was named the perishable supplier of the year. The CEO of Kauai Arctic said in a statement that the company is deeply grateful for the recognition from Whole Foods Market and that in a year that brought so many unusual challenges to the supply chain, the award is even more meaningful. He said that it's an honor that is shared with the entire team as they work tirelessly to tackle issues head on in order to have uninterrupted delivery during a time when transportation and cargo were unpredictable. Core Arctic has been supplying their sustainable uh, raised their sustainably raised Atlantic salmon to Whole Foods locations across the U.S. since March 2020. In October, they expanded their product offering to bring a line of cold smoked salmon co-branded with Santa Barbara Smokehouse. So, finger snaps for Core Arctic. Woo-hoo. And we'll keep those finger snaps rolling for our friends over at Aqua Bounty. The company confirmed that their first harvest of their genetically engineered Atlantic salmon is officially underway and will be completed by the end of May. The news comes after the company announced in early May that they had sold out of their first commercial scale harvest after receiving purchase orders for five metric tons of their salmon ahead of the harvest, uh, ahead of the scheduled harvest. Finger snaps. And if you if you know, haven't had a chance to listen to our uh, our interview with. Um, Aqua Bounty CEO Sylvia Wolf, uh, definitely check that out. It was uh, a week or two ago. So if you scroll through our, our previous uh, podcast episodes, you can definitely check it out. Yeah, she was wonderful. Definitely. So let's keep the good news train rolling, Lauren. On May 25th, the U.S. Department of Agriculture issued two new open purchase requests for salmon that will be used in the National School Lunch Program. Suppliers who are registered in the web-based supply chain management system are invited to bid on 180,000 pounds of frozen salmon fillets and over 416,000 cases of 24-14.75 ounce pink salmon. Yep, so bids accepted will be announced by midnight on June 24th, 2021, and deliveries are to be made between January 1st, 2022 and February 28th, 2022. The full bid invitations for the frozen salmon fillets and for the canned pink salmon specify quantities and destinations the products will go to across the U.S., Bidders may submit different prices for each destination. However, a price is required on all line items within the lot. And for our final story, let's talk Father's Day. U.S. consumers plan on spending some big bucks on dad this year. The National Retail Federation released their annual survey conducted by Prosper Insight and Analytics. And according to their findings, Americans are expected to spend more than $20.1 billion on gifts and other items for Father's Day. So the projected figure is a record high, and I'm starting to assume that all the dads got together and like pushed this out, you know, ahead of time. (laughs) Um, But let's see. So it's a leap from last year's record of $17 billion. And NRF reports that per person expected spending is expected to reach $174.10. Yikes. With those between the ages of 35 and 44, planning to spend an average of $259 on gifts for dad. Wow. I'm lucky wow. I'm right below that that second bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. We were, we were um, thinking about getting, like, we always do a dinner for my dad, you know, but we were right. going to get him like engraved ping pong paddles. And I don't think that's going to reach, I guess if you combine dinner and ping pong paddles, I could be in the $175 range, but. Ping pong paddles. <laughs> he asked for a ping pong table. My mom got him one. So she's like, you girls can get him some paddles. Oh, nice. We're getting it easy. With your faces on it. That's a good idea. I was just going to, you know, like I said, engrave something. But maybe I will engrave my face. <laughs> Whoever is annoying him more that week, he can use that one. <laughs> 
So looking at the top gifts, greeting cards reign supreme. I mean, is that even a, a gift? With 59% of shoppers <laughs> planning to purchase a card for dad. <laughs> do, dads, cool. do dads really read these, yeah. these cards? <laughs> if there's one, I feel like if there's one person you could skip buying a greeting card for, it's dads on Father's Day. Yeah. I Maybe agree. not. Yeah. <laughs> Clothing is behind at 49%, followed by a special outing such as dinner or brunch at 46%. So Phil Rist, he's the uh, Prosper VP of strategy. He said that consumers are showing that they are comfortable with pre-pandemic behavior and activities, particularly as we head into the summer season. And according to Rist, many are planning to take dad out for a special meal or experience this Father's Day, which wasn't an option last year during the shutdowns, which is which is true. You know, you got to make right. up for, for that for last year. That's right. true. So last year, the National Retail Federation reported that fewer consumers expected to take their dads out for Father's Day due to the pandemic. As a result, gifts like home improvements and gardening supplies, auto accessories, personal care, tools or appliances and sporting and leisure items grew in popularity. However, with many coronavirus restrictions throughout the country lifted, a meal out of the house is once again at the top three most popular gifts. The National Retail Federation reported a similar trend for Mother's Day this year, except spending was expected to total a record $20.1 billion, up $1.4 billion from 2020. Just like for Mother's Day, we'll have another in-depth analysis on seafood market trends leading up to Father's Day, so be sure to check in on Seafood News Daily for that. And that about does it for us. Once again, this episode is brought to you by Ernaberry Consulting. Call 732-240-5330 for more information. Bye-bye. Bye.